On part two of this week's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, it's our Good, Bad, and Watchable segment, and we've watched quite a bit over the last month. Let's start the show. A message on my landline. I don't like that. I know you're still mad about Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police, and I need your help. That I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Oh, no! Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool! It's now time for the good, the bad, the watchable in our favorite segment, Good, Bad, and Watchable. We talk about the movies that were good, the movies that were bad, the movies that were just plain watchable. We are chock full this week, guys. So remember, make sure you mention the name of the movie and where it's streaming. It's helpful as always. We'll have a minute on the clock for each of you. Um, let's see. DeSisto, you want to lead us off because Boyle just had Lightyear for our good? Yeah, you know what I will. All okay, right. hold on just a moment. So Mark will have a minute on the clock. Are we ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Let's get good, everybody. Everywhere, everything, all at once. I finally watched it. Wow. What a movie. That was just such an emotional ride. Really not about the science fiction and fantasy part of it. Yes, there's so many different multiverses, but the core theme about this movie, tying such a, like, a family drama together. Wow, did I love how they did this. That's on VD. You got to rent it or get a streamer. They'll do it for you. Couldn't recommend that movie enough. It's just fantastic. And then on Paramount Plus, I just saw for the first time How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. What a date night movie. That was, I mean, it's stupid, but it's funny. It's enduring. Matthew McConaughey, oh, great to see. Paramount Plus, I Don't Lose a Guy in 10, games, uh, 10 Days. Guys, if you have some misgivings about seeing it, just watch it for date night. You'll enjoy it. Done. Minute two. Sorry, guys. Went All over. Right. So happy you saw everything everywhere all at once. Makes you so happy. Couldn't recommend that movie enough. Yeah. Fantastic. It, it, it really is the balls. All right. Boyle, you're good. You got a minute on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready, pal. <laughs> In three, I'm ready, friend. Two, one, go. All right. First up, a classic rom-com, You've Got Mail, which is a great reference because we grew up with AOL in the 90s mail and stuff, but it's fun to see adults at that time trying to date and stuff. I've never seen it. Really good date night sort of movie, but hey, watching myself, still enjoyed it. Um, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. This movie rocked. This was a Space Jam we wanted when LeBron came out with his remake, and it sucked. This was way better. I highly suggest it. Tons of references to many characters. Delightful, highly energetic, great movie. You've got Mail 7 out of 10. This Ranger Rescue Rangers was an 8 out of 10. Hustle, Adam Sandler's new basketball movie, unbelievable on Netflix. Check it out, 8 out of 10. Very well done. One of the greater basketball movies I've seen recently. And last, Jackass 4.5. It was just as good as the first one. 9 out of 10. Ah! 
Well, time to spare boil. <laughs> Lightning round, big. Love well that. Done. Four movies in uh, less than a minute, boil. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> He's out of breath. <laughs> yeah, those are all really good movies. I didn't know what my time frame was, so like Hustle and Jackass 4.5, I just ran through. But yeah, every single one of those, like highly rated, highly amazingly. Got to check all of those out. So good. Okay. Thank you, Boyle. All no right. Problem. My good. In three, two, one. I also have Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and that movie was awesome on Disney Plus. Same as Boyle. I watched that uh, mostly on a Saturday morning, kind of like Saturday morning cartoons, Boyle, minus the cereal. I didn't have cereal with me in bed. But that movie was so awesome because it takes all that IP and it makes fun of it in a very fun way. But also still being – still servicing a plot along the way. I just thought it was fantastic. And, it, of course, the Lonely Island guys were involved in that movie naturally. Secondly, I want to m- mention that my other good for this week is Hustle on Netflix, just like Boyle. Um, you got Juancho from the NBA. You have Adam Sandler in this movie as well talking about uh, Bo Cruz. Very – very, very, very solid sports movie. Cliche, yes, but one of the better basketball movies I've seen recently, like Boyle said, in time. Not bad. 53. Oh, okay, nice. I lost total track of time. Let's start with Boyle on uh, the bad, because oh, I see yes. what he has written down, yes. and I am excited. I feel like a cartoon character that's drooling looking at food right now. Boyle, I want to spoil it, but I won't. I really want to like I say don't. something before he starts, but I, I won't do it. <laughs> you can do you it. Can, you can, can do we, it. Can we no, say it? Like, no. all right. So, in, no, Rojas. Instead of go, we're gonna go three, two, one, and we're gonna say it. All okay. right. Yes. All right, boy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. It's, it's Mormon, Mormon time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How great was the dance scene with Matt? Uh, what's his face? Matt Smith, like dancing as uh, dude. I, I'm gonna I couldn't believe that was a scene. I I literally when, when when people were talking about how rough this movie was, I was like, come on, give it a chance, give it a chance. And I'm watching this movie in my like like sitting just perplexed. Is this real? Is this happening? Like, oh man, this was, um, yeah, not, not good. Not good. Uh, just everything. Like the first question, if you Google, it says, is Morbius a flop? Uh, I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, and then at the end for them to try to tie in Michael Keaton and stuff was just a pathetic, absolute shame on them. I, I just was grossed out. This movie's stunk. There's not much more to say. I mean, you guys, I know you've seen it. You've said the same thing. Many people have seen it. I'm so late to this, but this, this was bad. This was bad. Two out of 10, two out of 10. And um, I don't even know why I'm giving it to. I, I probably will give it a one, but I think I was just trying to be nice. But this is, this is going to go low. This is not good. Not good. Done. All right, thank you. Bill. It was a minute thirty-six, but like, I mean, we were laughing the entire time. It's just so <sighs> bad. Movie. Yeah, it's so funny. You know what the best part about the It's Morbid Time thing is, and for people who don't spend any time online like we do, 
He doesn't actually say that in the movie. Yeah. He never says not once. It no, is solely based off Twitter. <laughs> it's just a it's a Twitter and Reddit joke, like people talking about in Morbius mode, Morbin time. If he is Morbin it's time around. to Morb. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw one where it's like, hey Morbius. And it's like what? He's like Morb. And he's like even <laughs> smile on. I was laughing so hard. Like so someone Well, is- it's funny because I watched the whole thing and then I'm like, hey, he never says it. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I missed something. So I like, I rewatched the last nope. quarter of it. And then I'm like, nah, he, he definitely didn't say anything. Nope. So then I'm like doing my research and I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Just to make sure. I would say the, the funniest thing that, uh, I know Rojas knows about this too, but the funniest thing I saw, I mean, after the flop, after all the memes, the video of uh, Jared Leto, Reading the script, Morbius too. It's Morbin time. It's <laughs> totally in on the joke. Like, like, all right, guys, you got me. Like, I was dying. It's so good. So, and good. even the fact that it got re-released and still flopped. So it's like, did the the film that flopped twice? Like this, what happened yeah, to Morbius? <laughs> so really quick, uh, the math. Uh, it was like someone did the math where it was like they, it made no money, but. <laughs> Apparently, with the re-release for like that weekend, and it was immediately pulled for obvious reasons. It made like seventy-four dollars per theater <laughs> on the re-release, <laughs> so Dude. it was like it's just so not worth it. <laughs> My two favorite tweets here. <laughs> yeah, great podcast, and we're doing a screen share right now. Uh, it's uh, more uh, tweets. Time. I'm going to read these two tweets. Uh, when Morbius showed up during the post credit scene in the new Doctor Strange and said, hey, Strange, it's Morbin time, I cried tears of joy. <laughs> and the other one, when Morbius said, it's Morbin time and killed Wanda, holy blank, tears in my eyes, actual peak. I love it. Actual <laughs> peak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie contributed so much to culture without the actual movie contributing to culture, and I applaud it for that. Yeah. It's also sad I, about how how much it influenced and how little of views it so got. Like how many people just didn't see this movie. I know. There's probably so many people making jokes. I kind of wish I kind of wish that people saw it like more people saw it sarcastically. Like I yeah, wish it worked. There was so much more to make fun of than just that it's more of a time. <laughs> there is. It's still so funny. All right, Mark, you're you're bad for the week. Um, I think I want to say Morbius again. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, this actually kind of makes me upset to have to say this one. All right, but three, two, one. Talking international films, folks. This one has a lot of high praise from different awards and all this, all this different stuff. The worst person in the world. This movie was awful. The worst person in the world is anyone who told me to go watch this movie. It stinks. It's like a melodrama um, focused around um, this young woman who is basically just awful at relationship and it's aptly titled. I mean, she is the worst person just, you know, uh, being mentally, you know, abhorrent towards like, you know, her partners and things like that. Can't make great decisions. It wasn't endearing. Like it just wasn't, I didn't find this poetic at all in like these heartbreaking decisions. It's just like, these are just all bad people. I don't like this movie. It's bad. Don't watch it. Uh, I also watched Ride Along while I was cooking. Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Bad movie. It's just as dumb as it looks. Don't watch it. It's a waste. Done. One minute on the dot on my wow. watch. 
Impressive. Gotta love a good dad dinner cooking movie. Yeah, I could really focus on the meal. I was like, you know what? This movie stinks. (laughs) You know when they thought like there was like the pause for like the punchline so people could laugh. And I was like, no, not like this. I'm not laughing. Not going to make me. All right. My bad in three, two, one. Hard to kill. It's on Tubi. This is a Steven Seagal movie where he says the famous line, I'll send you to the bank. The blood bank. And it was delivered actually, like genuinely. Uh, this movie is hilarious. And it was, what's funny about it is, is it, it was not intended to be hilarious, but this movie is awesome for being so like unintentionally hilarious. So hard to kill. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. This is on Hoopla. This is a uh, Wes Anderson joint. I love Wes Anderson. I like his directing. But Bill Murray's character, I know he's supposed to be kind of like pretty reprehensible in this movie. It just wasn't a movie I wanted to spend more time with, honestly. Like, I just didn't enjoy my time watching it. And then finally, Moonfall. Watch that movie. Oh, my God. Hilariously bad. Do you know that this movie came out this year? It feels so long ago. But, yes, Moonfall, in fact, came out in 2022. And it is very bad. And time. 58, Rojas, good work. Um, one question. Did the moonfall? Buddy. It fell. <laughs> that thing is down. But then guess what? This is one of those movies where this won't spoil the ending, but the moon in, in fact falls. And then at the end, it's kind of like, whew, we made it. Billions of people died in this movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the happy ending that this movie is supposed to. Well, I mean, if the moon's going to fall... You expect some casualties. Buddy, the moon falling is just the beginning. <laughs> there is a lot um, going on another, in this movie. Another thing, whenever I think of um, Hard to Kill, I think of that Family Guy miniskit. Oh, yeah? uh, it's like Joe Swanson. He's like, yeah, I got headphones, so I won't wake Bonnie when I'm watching my Steven Seagal movies. And Steven Seagal in like Antarctica. He's like, you come to our village, you pollute our waters, you eat our fish, send you back to hell where you came from. And he just starts fighting and like roundhouse kicking sea lions. Lock and load, bring on the pain. <laughs> like that's every Stephen Gall movie ever made. <laughs> it really is. It's amazing. He snaps so many bones in this movie. It's not even funny. <laughs> All right, I might have to rewatch it. It's on Tubi. It's free. You know, you gotta like really want to watch a movie in this day and age where you have ads that break up the movie and there's nothing you can do. Oh, just sitting there and yeah. taking it. Yeah. Just um, taking it. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Boyle, you're watchable for the week. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right, so the first one I finished, I had only done halfway last episode, finished the other half this time. Sonic 2, still held up, good movie, 6 out of 10, definitely highly suggested. Um, was good, if not better than the original, definitely up for conversation. Um, and then I also saw Vegas Vacation, finally. I've been meaning to watch that. 
Um, and it just brought some, you know, I just recently went there. So it just brought some good time seeing all different things. And it's just your quirky, like Chevy chase going about, you know, with cousin Eddie, just running into craziness and it's fun. It's funny. It's just a simple delight. It's not fantastic. It just is what it is. It was a good background, you know, end of the night movie sort of thing. I gave it a six out of 10. Give it a little love. A little love. Is that oh, it? I'm done. No. Yeah. There we go. 50, what was that? 52 seconds? Not bad. Not bad. Trabian Boyle. Thanks. Mark, you're watchable. I'm going to get one of these down, but I'm going to toss it in there anyway. Um, but I'm ready to rock. Three, two, one. Another one this weekend uh, that was kind of on, like watching, not watching. It was Mission Impossible 3, I think. The one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, I mean, it's a great movie. I just remember that I watched it and didn't put it in my log. So put it in good, but definitely watchable as background. Uh, but my real watchable, Deep Impact. This is the one that's not Armageddon, the one with Ben Affleck. This is the other one with Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. as the president. Big meteor is going to hit. It's like, what do we do? We send up a team to go try to blow it up. Right? Of course. So I always get disappointed when I realize this one isn't Armageddon. So this one's like not as good. So this one's the watchable. Deep impact. Morgan Freeman does phenomenal as the president. Great monologues and stuff. But Armageddon's a superior movie. 58. Well, well done. Yeah, I, I only, I, I, I get so upset every single time where I'm like, is this one, like, which one is this one? Yeah. And then like, by the time that they're launching up into space, I'm like, ah, it's not that one. I watched all of Armageddon and then I tried to watch Deep Impact. I only made it 20 minutes in and I had to stop it. And I, I haven't felt the urge to go back and watch it. Kind of is a strike against it. All right. My watchable. In three, two, one, go. Ray Liotta died, RIP. Now, you know, my favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas. You know, Ray Liotta is such an important part of that movie. So, RIP to him. In honor of him, I think a lot of people watched Goodfellas. I watched a movie of his I'd never seen before, Copland. Star Sylvester Sloan, Robert De Niro, and Harvey Keitel. Actually, a really good, like, Saturday afternoon on the couch movie. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. It's it's solid. It's a late 90s movie. They don't really make movies like this anymore. Speaking of movies on HBO Max, The Rainmaker is on there as well. I've never seen it before. It's based on a book. I think it's a John Grisham book. This is just a law movie. You can tell it's a book because there's, like, multiple different plots going on in the movie of the same – focused around the same character, Matt Damon's character. Um, but it, it's, it's done simply and it's done well. Again, another movie that they don't really make – much of these days. Last Action Hero, I saw it on Netflix. I didn't like it as much as you guys did, but I definitely liked it. The first two thirds of the movie, I'm like, man, this is hilarious how much it's making fun of the action genre at the time. And it kind of loses steam towards the end, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. I watched it on flight. Mission Impossible, it's on Netflix now, the original Mission Impossible. And that one is is watchable, if not confusing. And then also you're kind of like, whoa, there's way more CGI in this. Tom Cruise would never love that. Wait, Tom Cruise is in this. What the heck is going on here? Uh, so yeah, but you go back and watch it and you're like, it seems quaint compared to the new ones and time. Dang. Been 18, but not bad. I'm, I'm more around on that one. <laughs> I went too hard. Uh, any rewatchables guys? Any, anything that, uh, <coughs> I mean, I watched knocked up. For I, the first time. I think I'm the last person to ever watch that movie. 
Uh, I watched Knocked Up. Uh, I, I rewatched it because, again, if you're doing stuff around the house, uh, King, doing some chores, and you want some background noise, I mean, for me, I've seen it, you know, dozen times. So having it on in the like the background was great for me. I mean, still, I mean, a, a couple of jokes can't really say anymore. It's one of those because it's uh, kind of a raunchy style of uh, comedy. So, uh, you know, time isn't kind to those types of movies. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, it was still hilarious to me. Um, a lot of jokes still hit, still funny. I agree. Uh, Catherine Heigl, you don't see her anymore. You don't see I, her around. I read articles as to why, and that was Catherine Heigl's uh, was the uh, reason why Catherine Heigl isn't in movies anymore. <laughs> she, she has no one to blame but herself. She uh, badmouthed her way out of the mainstream. So you hate to see it. You hate to see it. You really do. But yeah, no, Mark, as someone who watched it for the first time, it was like hopping in a time machine and watching an unreleased uh, early version of all my favorite comedic actors from like the last like 15 years. So uh, yeah, that was, that was a real treat to watch. Um, what do we got next, guys? I mean, hopefully we're oh, back wait. in two weeks. What, boy? What you? What I was you gonna got? say for a rewatch, I had Anchorman. That oh, was, I was a classic. Say, Dear Evan Hansen, Anchorman. <laughs> how was it rewatching it? Could you imagine, <laughs> guys? I just felt like throwing it on. You know, um, Anchorman. So, I mean, I honestly, Mark just put the exact same thing I would say is that it's funny holds up still has it's like really good quotes that hit and other things that just like ah you just not totally appropriate and would you know scoot by nowadays so to speak um but then also I was gonna say I've watched a ton of TV a ton um I binge watched Saturday Night Live fully caught up on all that I was like eight episodes behind um, I've been watching like Seinfeld, Love is Blind, The Boy, like Seinfeld from the beginning. Um, the Let new Iron you, I heard The Boys. I love the season of The Boys. That's what um, I was going to say. The Boys. That's why I, I that, that was be my more last excited for this week's episode. Yes. Um, this one is a big one for anyone who's familiar with the comic book storylines. The Boys with a very realistic take on superheroes. If you're someone who is not so much into the superhero genre, but into a more dark, sinister, and but you know, adult comedic kind of take on what the world would actually like kind of be like, the voice is exactly something for you. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's raunchy a little. It, it definitely is. There's gore. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but the writing and the plots are good. They're very good. I, I recommend it to a lot of people looking for some TV. One day I'll watch it. I watched only the first episode, maybe the second episode. One day. It's re- Honestly, it's really, really good. I, I had watched it for the first season and then the first two episodes season two they were released and then i stopped and i haven't watched it you know obviously since back then so then um mark texted me last week like you know or the week prior whatever it was like oh you gotta get back into this 
and I binged it and I could not get enough. Like every episode would be done. And I was like, Oh my God, I need to know what's happening next. Like it's, it is really good. It is really, really well done. Uh, I've also been watching some TV, but this is a throwback, my friends. Um, on HBO Max, you have the West Wing. Now, the West Wing has, you know, uh, a CVS receipt, long list of awards that it's won. It's from my parents used to watch it. Now, I never watched it, like, at all. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I give it a whirl? I'm towards the end of the first season, and wow, this is great television. It's Aaron Sorkin, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's obviously based around, like, you know, politics. We got president, his staff, and the other, like, all that stuff. I got to tell you guys, I'm enjoying the, the heck out of this. This is some good TV. You got high-name actors who end up, like, you know, going on and being uh, you know, even more prolific in their careers after this. Like, I'm not sure what stage a lot of them were at this point, but I know that a lot of these actors have even more great stuff after this. Uh, it, it's just good television. If, uh, you know, nothing's new is on your agenda and you're looking for maybe something that you can, you know, tune into, like for a TV show and you know it's going to be good, you got The Wire, The Sopranos, Stuff like that. I'd, I'd lump the West Wing in there. The West Wing is good TV. It's not, it's about, you know, government and politics, but it's not overly political, throwing a message in your face. It's character driven. And the writing is fantastic. I, I definitely recommend that to a lot of people. A lot. For like, you'll recognize a lot of actors in that too. You'll recognize a lot of them. People our generation and older, they swear by it as one of. I always hear it in terms of uh, comfort food TV. This one always gets mentioned time and time again. Yeah, my parents said, like, you know, they watched it when it was on. You know, it was great. And I'm like, ah, you know, let me give it a whirl. I've given it a whirl and I'm in. Like, I'll watch this through. This is, this is some good quality TV. Oh, man. Mark, thank you for the uh, suggestion. My suggestion was going to be uh, The Secret World of Alan Strange, but uh, yours is better. So. There's That's no that praise. Thank you. Yeah, there's no one that remembers the secret, the journey of Alan Strange, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Nickelodeon show from 1997. What no was it called? Clue what you're talking about. The, the journey of Alan Strange. Nope, never. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to send it in the chat right now. If you're listening to the show, Google it. The journey of Alan Strange, 1997 Nickelodeon show. Yeah, I've never heard of the show. What about the mystery files of Shelby Wu? That one sounds familiar. Uh, what about the secret? I was going to say it sounds familiar, but I don't. Uh, this Alan Strange stuff, never seen it. I have no idea what you're talking about. What if I send you this picture? This is great potting. This is great potting. What if I send you this picture? Do you see? Uh, but when you send, do you see? see? But no, the, uh, the Pete and Pete stuff. I distinctly remember one episode of Pete and Pete. And I need to watch it again, but I don't know where you would watch it. If it's not on are Paramount. They, are these shows on? Okay, on Paramount. I might think, No, but it should dive. be on Paramount, but I don't know if it is. I have Paramount, so I'll, you know what, next pod, I'll report back my findings. But there's a specific <laughs> episode of Pete and Pete, right? 
it's when younger Pete wants to join like the wrestling team, right? Okay. And the in the show, his nickname was Endless Mike. Endless right? Mike. And yeah. Endless Mike. And join the wrestling team, right? So Endless Mike finds us out. And he goes, oh, now I'm going to join the wrestling team so I can like, you know, eagerly bully him. But Endless Mike is too heavy. So he has to go through all this like wild stuff to like lose weight. He like donates a kidney. Like, <laughs> like they're like, oh, you're still like, you're, you're like a little too heavy. And he like takes like pliers and like rips it to out. And they're like, oh, he made weight. It's like, oh. It's like, oh. That's like the one episode I remember from it. And I need to see this episode again just to see how stupid and ridiculous it was. <laughs> Wasn't that show like not with a laugh track too? Like that was with um it was like shot like with single camera, I believe. I yes. I think that's I think that's the case. I'm looking um, at Paramount Plus right now. <laughs> It's really tough to like remember it because there's another character, um, one of the guys who's like, you know, the strongest man in the world, but I can't even remember who that was. This one's like really tough. This one's like back in the archives for me. Yeah. Like, like the nineties Nickelodeon shows, and I know this is a wild tangent, but like there are shows that we watched. I I'm sure of it from the ages of, let's say, or we at least saw ads of it from the ages of like four to six that we probably saw all the time that we couldn't tell you a single thing about right now. Um, salute your shorts. Yep. That's a perfect example. I don't uh, remember. A single I, thing. I know for a fact like, that I watched a ton of those episodes. I remember donkey lips and like, that's where it ends. So there's me, a character named donkey lips and I couldn't tell you what happened in that show, but I know I watched it. There was a show called Hey Dude. Oh yeah. I remember that. Now, I, I remember, definitely I just, watched that. Couldn't tell you a single episode. Me neither. But oh, I, I remember couldn't tell you that that was a show that I watched. I looked on Paramount Plus. They don't have uh, Pete and Pete, but they do have Action League now from the show Kablam. Oh, well, we all remember that. Meltman with the power to Burn, melt. Melt. Legend. The mayor. He <laughs> <laughs> was just always yelling. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Actually, no. We we are falling down a serious rabbit hole. I'm here for it. All right, everybody. Well, that's the show. Stop listening to the pod at this point. I stopped listening, and I've been actively talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. This this Mark. <laughs> that's Boyle. That's Nick Salute your shorts, everybody. All right, GBW Pod. Follow it, and uh, here's the Cookie and Kristen review. They're they're back again. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. This is Cookie and Kristen. And we just saw uh, the Bob's Burgers movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. You picked it really? tonight. Yeah, go. All right. It was funny. Um, I'm a kind of a passive fan of the show. You know, I, I watch it when it's on. I, you know, I'm passing. Um, so maybe I don't have an, a you know a, a huge attachment to it but characters funny they have some funny writing um it, it was you know, nothing groundbreaking i mean it was entertaining well i think i would compare this movie to hitchcock in terms of the the suspense the drama 
No, nah, I'm just kidding. It was uh, <laughs> it was stupid, silly, funny. Uh, everything you said, I think it's definitely um, a fun movie. Again, I'm like you. I watch it when it's on. Our daughter really introduced us to the show. Um, I, I know she saw it and she enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not like a super fan, but I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. So, uh, would you? What would you rate it? I just gave it a seven. I gave it a seven too. So it's three and a half stars yeah. on Letterbox and seven on IMDb. Um, would you recommend going to see it to the, in the movies or waiting for it to? To come home I, on I or be on Netflix or something like that. Say it, but don't wait for it. Really? Yeah, I don't think wait you need it? to see it. I think you need to wait. I think you need to see it, and I think you need to wait until the end of the credits because of that extra feature at the end. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, wow, that's it. All right. Bye. I want a burger now. All right. Bye. 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 bye.